This is Red Decks Win, a podcast for the best color in Magic the Gathering. Hey, I'm Josh. Mono red decks and mana bases. It's usually not something you think about. Just throw 20 mountains in and you're good, right? Well, what if you could do better? What if you want to add a little spice to your deck? What non-basic lands could you put in a mono red deck? And how good would that be? That's what I want to look at on this show and the next show I do. Talk about every land that could go in like a mono red deck. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean it could fit in an EDH deck that has just a red commander. No other colors, can't produce any other colors, and also it isn't just colorless. Sure, and commander especially, it's useful to have a land that gives you two colorless at times, but that isn't really fitting in with the rest of this show. So, mono red, non-basic lands. How does it work out? Let's find out. The categories we are going over today are lands that give you some extra mana, some ramp, lands that deal damage, cycling lands, and enter the battlefield effects. Starting off with lands that ramp, Balduvian Trading Post. If Balduvian Trading Post would enter the battlefield, sacrifice an untapped mountain instead. If you do, put Balduvian Trading Post onto the battlefield. If you don't, put it into its owner's graveyard. Tap this land to add one and a red to your mana pool. Or pay one and tap it. Balduvian Trading Post deals one damage to target attacking creature. The cost to play this just seems too high. Having to put that mountain in your graveyard, you're not going to get it back. You do know in future turns, though, you have some guaranteed ramp for yourself. But I think it would also be better if you could get red red instead of one red for it. That would help out. And the last ability, it's nice, I'm sure, in certain situations in your life. But uh, it's very specific that you want to be using that ability. One damage to a target attacking creature, and it's a combat trick they're going to see coming. This is one of the earliest printed cards we're going to be talking about. I believe it has only been printed in Alliances, so it's about a five-buck card. Throw it in your commander deck, I guess, but I'm not entirely impressed with it. Then we come to Dormant Volcano. Dormant Volcano enters the battlefield tapped. When Dormant Volcano enters the battlefield, sacrifice it unless you return an untapped mountain you control to its owner's hand. Then you can tap this land to make one and a red. So Dormant Volcano does come into play tapped, unlike Balduvian Trading Post. The upside is you do get to keep that mountain around if you want to have another mountain to play or you're scared you're going to end up mana screwed. Both these cards are similar. The question is, do you want more lands in your hand? Maybe do some landfall triggers or something? Then Dormant Volcano might be the way to go for you. Dwarven Hold is next on the list. Dwarven Hold comes into play tapped. You may choose not to untap Dwarven Hold during your untap phase and put a storage counter on it instead. Then you can tap it, remove X storage counters from Dwarven Hold, add an amount of red equal to X to your mana pool. Great flavor of storing up that mana. However, do you want to be storing up mana for later that often? You're getting a little somewhere, but I'm not super impressed with this. In EDH, maybe you can be on the side storing up uh, some mana for a big play later on, but I feel like this is too slow to be worth it most of the time. 
However, I think Dwarven Hold is a little better than Dwarven Ruins. Dwarven Ruins enters the battlefield tapped. You can tap it to add red to your mana pool, or you can tap it, sacrifice Dwarven Ruins, add two red to your mana pool. So they are specifically red, but you have to sacrifice it, and I don't think you're going to need that kind of ramp that often where it's going to be worth getting that sacrificed land and not having something else on the battlefield. If this didn't enter tapped, yeah. I guess that's what you can say about almost every land that isn't quite good enough in Magic. Ooh, if this didn't enter tapped, it'd be amazing. Mercadian Bazaar comes into play tapped. Tap it, put a storage counter on Mercadian Bazaar. Then you can also tap it, remove any number of storage counters from Mercadian Bazaar. Add one red mana to your mana pool for each storage counter removed this way. Very similar to Dwarven Hold, except you have to tap it instead of keeping it tapped. It lacks the flavor as well somewhat. Maybe you have a dwarf deck and you're like, yeah, throw a dwarven hold in there. Although you could have a flavor win if you had like cards that let you trade cards with other opponents and stuff. Put a bazaar in there, but this probably isn't the bazaar you want in those cases. Yep, pretty much identical to dwarven hold. Not much more to say on that. One more mono red ramp, sandstone needle. Sandstone needle comes into play tapped with two depletion counters on it. Then you can tap Sandstone Needle, remove a depletion counter from it, add two red mana to your mana pool. If there are no depletion counters on Sandstone Needle, sacrifice it. Use up your resources now or keep them for later. Overall, you're going to get four total red mana out of this. If you like cards that deal with counters, I guess Sandstone Needle has a little something for you. But this isn't particularly impressive ramp. Maybe it was good at the time it was printed. These days, I'm not as excited by Sandstone Needle. The best mono-red ramp out of those? I would say Dormant Volcano just a little bit. It's slower to play, yes, but I don't think you're putting Balduvian Trading Post into too many quicker decks. Maybe it sees play in combos in Legacy and Vintage, and I'm just not familiar enough with the format. Casually, definitely get Volcano instead, because you can save yourself like four bucks. Now, if you want some non-basics that really capture the identity of red, dealing damage is the place to be, and there's several of them. In the deal damage category, we're starting off with Barbarian Ring. Barbarian Ring. Tap it, add red to your mana pool. Barbarian Ring deals one damage to you. Or you can pay one red mana, tap this, sacrifice Barbarian Ring, and it deals two damage to target creature or player. Activate this ability, though, only if seven or more cards are in your graveyard. This is seen play in Legacy Mono Red Burn before. If this was modern legal, you'd put it in there. It is a pain land, and I like how it fits in with uh, Mana Barb and a similar ability, which is more coincidence, I think, than anything. Barbarian and Barb are different words. So this has more late game use, but you only need this and one other mountain to get it going. So even if you were mana screwed, if you have the game almost closed out and you just have two lands and they're down to two life, bam, Barbarian Ring, there's your answer. This card's about a dollar, makes sense for Legacy. Don't know if it makes as much sense for any other format though. Blighted Gorge, tap it to add colorless mana to your mana pool. Or you can pay four and a red and tap it and sacrifice Blighted Gorge. It'll deal two damage to target creature or player. 
So to be clear, you're going to need a total of six lands to pull this off, including Blighted Gorge, where you're going to end up with six lands tapped and one of them in the graveyard. What do you get for all that? Well, you get to deal two damage to a target creature or a player. If this somehow produced red mana, it would be better, but it's not too impressive unless you're playing it in some kind of sealed format, or it might be in some of the pre-cons for Commander. Blighted Gorge, yeah, it does do what I like best, which is deal damage to face, but no, it's not great. Keldon Megaliths is next. Keldon Megaliths enters the battlefield tapped. You can tap it to add red to your mana pool. And if you're hellbent, you can pay one in a red and tap it. Keldon Megaliths deals one damage to target creature or player. Activate this ability only if you have no cards in hand. This doesn't even seem like a great ability to have if you had cards in hand, so you don't have to sacrifice the card after you use this ability, that's the good news. But just one damage to target creature or player, is that enough to make this worth including because it comes in tapped? Probably not in most formats. The ability is probably not strong enough for Commander either. It's fun, and I feel like there's some place for this, but I don't know where. If you want to capitalize on a Hellbent theme, I don't know. I always kind of want to do that. That's what people try to do with one with nothing. But alas, at that point, it's not even a mono-red deck. Keldon Necropolis is next. This is a legendary land. Tap it to add one colorless to your mana pool. You can also pay four and a red and tap it. Sacrifice a creature. Keldon Necropolis deals two damage to target creature or player. Strictly worst Blighted Gorge, but it says Kelden on it. That's a flavor win if you got Kelden Marauders lying around somewhere. No, this one's not good. Ramanap Ruins, it's a desert. Tap it to add one colorless, or you can tap it, pay one life, to add red mana. Two red red, tap Ramanap Ruins, sacrifice a desert. Ramanap Ruins deals two damage to each opponent. So in Commander, there you go, it's not just one guy, it's to everybody. I hope I'm saying Ramunap correct. I've never said that word out loud, and I didn't play Standard when this was in Standard. Ramunap Ruins was banned from Standard, so you know it was good in that format. I picked up a playset of this, but I've never used them. It's one less mana than Blighted Gorge. You can't target creatures, but hey, you can deal two damage to the face, which is what you want in Burn. Mono Red Burn, I think there might be a place for this in Modern. You don't want too many. And the thing is, it's very rarely going to get used. This card mainly feels like it's a pain land that only gives you one color, but I feel like sometimes you just got to put one or two in there. So far of these, this is one of the better ones. If it's banned from standard, it did something right at the time. Maybe it'll do something right for you. You can pick up a playset. It's like a dollar. Probably only want one or two, though. Next is a popular card. It's Valakut, the Molten Pinnacle. Though the name makes it sound like it, this is not a legendary land. Valakut the Molten Pinnacle enters the battlefield tapped. Whenever a mountain enters the battlefield under your control, if you control at least five other mountains, you may have Valakut deal three damage to target creature or player. And you can also tap it to add red to your mana pool. It's a volcano after all, you better be able to tap it and get some red mana. Is there a place for this card? Oh, most definitely. There's a modern deck built around it I've died to recently and years ago. Scapeshift combos, other combos, pairs really well with green decks. Dealing 3 damage to target creature or player with a landfall trigger. 
if you get enough lands. That's great for decks that are looking to go big, especially the uh, red-green ones is the variation I've seen the most. I was trying to check on mono-red decks that want Valakut. Commander obviously does. If you have this, put it in your Commander deck. If you don't, though, the you might have a little sticker shock. It's $25, though you probably already knew how much this was worth. This is a classic, one of the best non-basic red lands that's been made. If your deck is mono-red and modern, I don't know which decks you want this in. You're probably best off going into other colors. I saw in mono-red there was a MTG Goldfish deck that used this, and the comments were negative. So yeah, Valakut, the Molten Pinnacle, it's good. If we weren't just talking mono-red, it would be the best non-basic red land that deals damage. Very specific category, but Valakut does it well. It's in a lot of decks, it sees play. Valakut is the champ of dealing damage to your opponent, but if you're just in mono-red, it might not always be the right choice, except in Commander. Then, yeah, it's the best choice. Second place is Barbarian Ring, and I guess third place is Ramunap Ruins. Cycling Lands. There's three of them that are mono-red. Forgotten Cave. It enters the battlefield tapped. You can tap it to add red mana, or you can cycle it for red, which means you pay red mana while this is in your hand, discard it, and you get a draw card. Got too many lands? Get rid of Forgotten Cave. Civilization used to live there, and now you've just discarded it. How dare you? Nothing wrong with Forgotten Cave in Commander. It's probably too slow for most modern or legacy decks, though. Everybody likes cycling. Yay, Forgotten Cave. Less exciting, though, is Desert of the Fervent. But even this you might want to use in certain decks. It's basically Forgotten Cave, except replace the cycling cost with one and a red instead of just red. Oh, it's also a desert, so if you got a desert matter theme, then you'd probably rather have Desert of the Fervent. Paying a little more to discard and draw. Doesn't feel as good, but hey, if you really like cycling, or you have cycling all in your commander deck, put one of these in there too. One more cycling card, Smoldering Crater, and like the others, enters the battlefield tapped. You can tap it to add red mana, or you can cycle it. This time, though, the cost is two of any color which doesn't really matter in mono-red decks, so this is essentially the same to us as Desert of the Fervent, except it doesn't have the desert type. Forgotten Cave's obviously the best of the three. Final category of the day, Enter the Battlefield Effects on Mono-Red Lands, Dwarven Mine. Dwarven Mine enters the battlefield tapped, unless you control three or more other mountains. When Dwarven Mine enters the battlefield untapped, Create a 1-1 Red Dwarf Creature Token. You like tokens in EDH? I'd put this in that deck. This card's from Thrones of Eldraine, so it is, by its very existence, overpowered. Seriously, though, not too great in Legacy or Modern. Maybe Pioneer could use this. Hmm. Is there enough Dwarfs in Pioneer to make that a deck? Or Historic Brawl on Arena? This seems good to me. I like getting a creature. Dwarven Mine is a mountain which means you can tap it, add red mana, you get the idea, or you can search for it for a fet with a fetch land or something. Hi-ho, hi-ho. It's off to create a dwarf token we go, hopefully. Smoldering Spires. Smoldering Spires enters the battlefield tapped. When Smoldering Spires enters the battlefield, target creature can't block this turn. 
Tap it to add red to your mana pool. Only use I really see for this is limited formats. Otherwise, I don't think it does enough for it to enter the battlefield tapped. Teetering Peaks is next. It enters the battlefield tapped. When Teetering Peaks enters the battlefield, target creature gets plus 2, plus 0 oh until end of turn. Or you can tap Teetering Peaks later on, and as you might expect, you get red to your mana pool. Teetering Peaks is a card I like, mainly because I'm a big fan of Loading Ready Runs show Friday nights. And in one of the early episodes, there's a mono-red burn mirror. In that, people are playing this against each other. I think the format at the time might have been standard, but maybe it was modern. It doesn't matter. Check out Friday night's Loading Ready Run, obviously, if you haven't already. A lot of fun. This card in actual play, though, well, you, I do like it a little bit better than Smoldering Spires, but you're playing an aggressive deck and you're not getting your mana drops early when that might count the most for you. If your hand is full of two drops and you see this, you're not too happy on turn two if you got nothing on the battlefield. Works good with Goblin Guide as shown in that Friday night's episode. Looming Spires is next. It enters the battlefield tapped. And when it enters the battlefield, target creature gets plus one, plus one, and gains first strike until end of turn. Later on down the road, you can tap it, add red to your mana pool. Very similar to Teetering Peaks and Smoldering Spires. If you really want to get damage in, I guess Smoldering Spires is better than this. But I think overall card quality, I'd rather put Looming in my deck. Either way, it seems like something maybe for Commander or Sealed. On their own, these tapped lands that enter the battlefield and uh, create something for you, not super impressive. I think the best one is Dwarven Mine, because sometimes you can get it to enter the battlefield untapped, and when you do, you get an effect out of it. Teetering Peaks might be my favorite purely from a pop culture standpoint. So that's about 20 lands for part one of this non-basic mono red land series. This has been Red Decks Win with Josh. Play mountains, climb mountains, conquer mountains.